That's fine. Uh, R- write it down right now. October, what's today's date? Let's take October this conversation 14th, off the air. Tim promised to give you a PS2 for Christmas. Let's let's take this conversation off the air where Tim's promised. Do you want it modded or normal? The next question is <laughs> I don't I, I don't know whether I wanted it moderate. Probably normal. <laughs> Probably just normal. I, I don't know. Okay. What would it be modded with? Does it have rims? Like <laughs> <laughs> it could. It's got the spinners. Welcome to Brose. My name is Matt Casnell, and joining me as they always do are my bros from Belmar, New Jersey. It's Mr. Rich Sweeten. Hi, everyone. From Haddon Heights, New Jersey, it's Mr. Sean O'Brien. Hey, everybody. And from King of Prussia, Pennsylvania, no sleep till Tim Hansen. <laughs> Listen, I'm a night owl, so fuck sleep. Just enjoy life, man. I love it. Yeah. That was great. And I got that be. one. There you go. The, all of them have been Beastie Boys songs. Mm-hmm. If it's not that song or Brass Monkey, I got nothing. Brass Timmy, that funky Timmy. Brass, that, that, that. I can remember where in uh, Wildwood, New Jersey, I was the first time I heard that song. <laughs> And it was on a ride that no longer exists thanks to hurricanes. Love it. So fun, fun thing that I learned about uh, No Sleep Till Brooklyn when I pulled up the uh, – not that I needed the lyric sheet to No Sleep Till Brooklyn to know the No Sleep Till Brooklyn part. But um, but I did pull up the lyric sheet on it. And uh, the guitar solo in that song was done by Carrie King of Slayer. Uh, oh, really? I didn't know. And apparently – uh, there's some acrimony there because not only did Carrie King, uh, Carrie King did it because I guess Rick Rubin was the producer on it, and and Rick Rubin I think also did Slayer's album, uh, but uh, Carrie King didn't really get the Beastie Boys, and apparently uh, MCA from the Beastie Boys also really hated Slayer, so it was like they didn't uh, unapparent why that pairing ended up happening, but that solo is Carrie King Beast of a uh, of Slayer, mm. ripping solo. Nice. I did not know that. Yeah, it's a hard rocker, man. Anyway, there's your Carrie King fact for the day. I think it's finally the first time we brought up Carrie King on this pod- on this podcast. Finally, nice I've been I've been behind the scenes pulling all these strings. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, wait, we're gonna he's get trying to, him. to set it up. He's like, we got it. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's he's got the uh, the the Charlie Day meme of all the strings, and yeah. he's like. Today's the day. <laughs> Here's a take, and it's really going to make you guys rain blood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Tim, you're like the angel of death of this podcast. Uh, so. Welcome to the award-winning Brose podcast, available on all major podcasting platforms. The premise of our show is that we're four bros. We each come to the table each episode with a question we want to talk about with our bros. It could be about anything. It could be about current events, pop culture, would you rathers, deep, deep questions, surface level questions, life, the universe, everything is on the table. But whatever question we ask and whatever question we answer, we always do it with a glass of wine and a touch of mirth. But we also want your questions out there in listener land. So if you have a question you want us to answer on the air, email it to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. But first, we do have to discuss what we are drinking tonight. Rich, let's start with you. I am polishing off the bottle of Jersey uh, Caramel Apple. It's an apple wine with artificial flavors. Flavors of red, delicious apple, cinnamon, golden pie crust, and melted caramel. It's pretty good. Pretty good. Very sweet. Uh, mm. It tasted like apple juice, and I drank it all. <laughs> I, was about, I was about to ask what we were looking at percentage-wise. We got anything left? Only, only, only 9%. Oh, percentage of bottle left? One percentage glass. bottle consumed. Oh. Consumed? All but one glass. Got it. Okay. All right. All right. But 9%, 9% uh, alcohol per volume. At least it's a, a little bit on the lighter side. Yeah. All right, Sean, what are you drinking? 
I'm drinking Pacific Rim. I just looked at the alcohol bro volume. It is 7.5%. This is Ooh, nothing. I am just That's... breathing air at this point, baby. It's rehydrated. Uh, but it is very good. So, you yeah. know, take the good with the bad, I guess. You're not going to get Liddy off this, but it is delish. So, all right. It depends on what you're looking for. Sounds good. I have decided to, uh, you know, I mean, look, we, as I mentioned before, haven't, haven't been able to uh, locate our wine bottle opener just yet, uh, but I felt bad. This is a wine podcast. We're not drinking, you know, not drinking wine for two straight episodes. So I've decided to join the party and drinking a bottle of cheer wine <laughs> uh, <laughs> and some, get some red cheer wine, picked it up yesterday at Wegmans, uh, cheer wine zero. Cause you know, I'm trying to watch my figure. Mm-hmm. And uh, cheer wine's always cheer, cheer wine's a nice little curveball. Like I don't I don't uh, drink cheer wine a lot. Uh, I don't drink cheer wine all the time. But it's a nice little change. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have some, have some cheer wine a little bit, a little bit, a little bit of cherry flavor in there. It's it's a it's a nice nice change of pace from your your standard Coca Colas, your your Pepsi products, your Mountain Dews. Get yourself some cheer wine once in a while. A nice little glass bottle. Tim, what are you drinking? Before that, one great call. Cheerwine was one of my favorite parts of moving south. Was like, yep, it. The commercials were reg- on their version of MMR constant, and it's like, what the yeah. fuck are you talking about? Great mm-hmm. soda, but also totally tastes different up here in Pennsylvania and New Jersey. Does whatever, it? whatever they're doing, the taste is different, and it's still good, but it's not as good. Hmm. Because okay. as soon as we moved, because Martha loved it, and when we moved back, she's like, but I won't have true wine anymore. So, of course, I bought her some. And she's like, it tastes different. And I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> and then I had some. I was like, no, you're right. This is different. That's weird. Okay. But still very good. All right. All right. Um, so, me, I was drinking uh, Josh Reserves Infidel. Because it was delicious, but it was so good, I finished it um, in be- in between the last episodes. Um, and I thought I had enough to like do three very full of the version of glass I'm holding. And then I went and poured the third glass, and it was like, Mink! which I finished in our outro last episode. Uh, but Josh Reserves Infidel, fucking delicious. Really, really good depth of flavor good character and on the back end some nice vanilla and oak barrel um notes if you let it breathe a little bit so i I definitely would recommend letting it breathe and aerate a little bit before you drink it not that the first glass will be bad if you do it right out the bottle but like let it develop um so now uh, i was drinking some wawa lemon iced tea as i am uh, want to do every time I run of, run out of alcohol, but then I remembered I had had a uh, a Josh Pinot Noir already open, wow. so I opened that because we had a meet and greet wine mixer in our uh, apartment complex last night, and I was like, oh, let me get this wine and I'll open it up, and it's like, cool, all of you are either really old or really young. So I'm going to go back upstairs and didn't finish it. So I'm a Josh Dan. What can I say? They never disappoint. Rose, Pinot Noir, Zinfandel, Zinfandel Reserve. None of us have had a Josh. That's bad. All around fucking fabulous. They are consistent. They never disappoint, whether it's the, 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 the Rosés, the Pinots responding to us on Twitter. They've never <laughs> failed us once. Never failed to us, failed us once. Their Twitter yeah. responses are slacking. I, I mean, Mike. Correctly, isn't their last tweet like congratulating the St. Louis Blues on winning the Stanley Cup like five years it ago? It is. It is. Okay. Mm, tough. Very tough. All right. Who's got a question? Brosequestions at gmail.com if you oh, want questions. your question answered on the air. But it's time for the four of us one of the four of us to share a question preferably only one at a time although if we all want to shout out a question at once and just you know see if we could answer as best we could like just a cacophony of noise that'd be i mean it would be a mess it'd be awful a, listening a cacophony. none of us would be happy yeah <laughs> but it's an idea is it, is it cacophony okay. or cacophony 
It can be whatever you want. I don't know. Yeah. That's the beauty of the English language. It evolves, man. It evolves over time. Yeah. Caramel, caramel. Who cares? Cocoa. It's a cocoa. (laughs) That should be Cocoa Puffs' new uh, tagline. Yeah. A cacophony of cocoa. <laughs> I like. Well, I haven't it. thought about Cocoa Puffs in a long time. Mm-hmm. I'm cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Mm, that's right. Same, but that's because Reese's Puffs are so much better. Um. Yeah. Okay, I'll ask a question. Do you, what do you guys do when you're feeling like really pent up, or like like today? Well. Okay. Okay. Fuck you guys. That's not what I mean. I don't mean that way. I have that down. I'm so good at that. I mean when you're like, when all you're like, I said, so, yeah. just when you're just like really. Don't fuck me. That's what your wife's. For. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Bad joke. Bad just, joke. I apologize. I take it back. Like punchy. Like you're just like have a lot of energy. You don't like. You're just like aimless. You know what I mean? Like you're like when you're like wandering around, you're like nothing is going to satisfy this. Like I just want to like I don't know if I want to punch something or go for a run. Like you're just like mm. you just have a lot of energy that you need to expel. Mm. What do you do? You go for a run? Or I'm I'm asking for advice because like pacing my house ain't doing it for me. I go for a run. Uh, I, I can tell you on more on at least one occasion there was actually a time when I was like really like both anxious and frustrated with like a day I'd had at work. And I knew the next day was just going to be like more of the same. And mm-hmm. I hadn't even like, I went to the gym and I don't even like, I'd forgotten to bring my gym clothes with me or I was just that wound up about it. I went in, in like a polo and jeans, whatever I was wearing <laughs> to work that day and just ran on the treadmill for 10 minutes <laughs> Like a that psycho, chafy as and, fuck. Uh, it was uncomfortable, but I felt better at the end. Uh, mm-hmm. And I went right home afterwards. Like that was my workout for the day. It's like oh, ten minutes on the trail. It's like nothing, but uh, but it was like all right, I'm okay now. Like I'm I'm mm-hmm. I'm in a, I'm in D shit. Like, it's just that expenditure of energy because you're just focusing on the task at hand. You get the 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 runners high a little bit, um, and it's just like. <laughs> Anything physical, I think, really, because especially if like like the, the, the lot of us uh, to, to some capacity work a, the equivalent of a desk job or, or doing something like that, like we're, we're doing a lot of sitting. We're not necessarily, you know, we're not mm-hmm. swinging a hammer every day. So, you know, we're doing a lot of stuff that like has some tangible impact, but it's a lot of, you know, type an email, figure out a problem, write a report, you know, uh, stuff like that. So for me, I find that doing anything physical where you get like an immediate satisfaction, whether it's cleaning or, or fixing something or running, it's like, hey, I don't have to submit a form to approve my run for like, you know, do anything mm-hmm. like that. It's just like I put one foot in front of the other and that's it. Or like I, I took a rag and wiped the counter and now it's cleaner than it was. Or like, hey, this, this door was on its hinge and I tightened the hinges and it's immediately working now. I could see the benefits of it immediately. Mm. So like anything where you get like an immediate, mm. like, all right, I did this. It's done. I worked a different part of my body, different part of my brain. So for me, that's running because it's like, all I'm doing is like, I'm working out, working the body. It's a, an immediate thing that I can just do. And it's my time. Uh, you know, I, I can pop my headphones in and at the end of it, I'm like, all right, I did this thing and now I'm tired. And, but I feel accomplished and I accomplish it immediately as opposed to like whatever's getting me pent up at work or whatever it is mm-hmm. or, or wh- whatever it is about life for, for this scenario. It's work. Yeah. Okay. That's a good, yeah. I think I've like happened into that kind of vibe with yard work sometimes because like yard, yard work is, Im- is, is immediately gratifying and, and also like you'll get dirty doing it and then you have to take a shower, mm-hmm. which is also a good way to reset. Mm-hmm. Like it's like a good being like, okay. Now I'm clean again, and we can kind of tackle this. So I think, yeah, okay, that's a good I, idea. I'm not gonna run, but like I understand, the vi- <laughs> I understand the vibe. But the, the yard work is the same thing. It's like the yard is clipped now. The yard is yeah. mowed. Like I turn on the lawnmower and I ran across. Guess what? The grass is gone. Grass mm-hmm. is in the mulcher. Like that's it. I, hmm. I mean, I have very bad coping mechanisms. So like. The, the one thing that's not a bad coping mechanism, I'll probably go for a drive, an aimless drive. Maybe I'll try to 
make it be like, all right, let me go do something. Let me go out and get some food or something. But it's just generally, I'm going to go out for a drive and just get into my, like, argue with myself or argue with whoever I'm getting punchy with in my head to myself on my drive and just get it all out there. Because if I talk to myself in my house, I'll end up be, be talking to somebody else and we'll be arguing. So it's either that or I... L- this is the bad coping mechanisms. I keep it. I let it keep building up, building up, building up until I just release it all in a scream or a yell, and I just get mad, and I just yell, um, maybe to the point of crying, and then I, it feels good afterwards. <laughs> uh, maybe I should yell sooner, but <laughs> usually it gets up to. I just let it build up until I'm just until like it just all needs to come out, and I'll just yell or scream. Mm-hmm. I do that sometimes too. Get a good yell in. Yeah, mm-hmm. just sometimes you just gotta go out to a field and just yell. I usually do it's... it in my car. I'm not gonna drive somewhere to do that, but yeah, I yeah, get, I will it... get into my car and yell. Yeah, that and then that'll be like I'll be driving, arguing with myself, and as I'm arguing with myself or having this argument in my head with whoever I'm annoyed with, I'll just start yelling about it all, and then at the end of it, I'm like, "All right, well, that was dumb, but I got it out." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, my response has definitely changed over the years and has evolved through a lot of different things. Um, there definitely needs to be some sort of outlet it can't be thought away or at least for me it can't be thought away that just doesn't fucking work or rationalizing or blah 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 doesn't work no matter how much i want it to so like i've gone through the physical outlet of i used to punch shit like not someone no matter how much i wanted to be i'm pretty sure that two of my knuckles i broke and have just malformed and healed poorly Mm. since then um shout out to barnaby's of westchester um and i've definitely gone through the 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 run phase i used to go on just runs to try and just less of a run away from it as people seem to sometimes consider it's like you're trying to run away from your feeling it's like no i'm trying to exert some sort of force and some sort of outward Mm motion to just work the energy off so that that energy goes somewhere instead of spiraling down and drilling with inside my own brain Mm -hmm. because that's no bueno um so definitely gone through that and it, it i still do that sometimes less of the run and more so the walk and the walk is more so for me to just actually think it out if it's not something super bad i can just think it out process it give myself the time to process it away from any distraction and figure out where i need to be on it um but more so lately it's it's been anything that's built up that strong i i the 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 just fucking yelling or screaming whether it's into a pillow or just there's no one here and I don't care. And then just go taking, going and taking a shower. Like Mm it's, 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 it sounds so just like, Oh, you're washing away, whatever you're working on. It sounds so cheesy, but honestly it fucking works. Like just the, the warmth of the water releasing any of the tension in the muscles that you have, the outward screams still still echoes or not echoes, but still gets that outward expression of the energy you're trying to release at that point in time. Um, and it, it just kind of works. Mm-hmm. There, there is something just like very therapeutic about a shower. It just makes yeah. like whether you're um, like whether you're physically sick or just emotionally sick get a shower and you won't feel completely better but you will feel so much better afterwards Mm -hmm. this is gonna be this is gonna sound super sad the 
best release I've had is like trying to go through that scream shower thing and then just be like, nope, that's not enough. And um, it's going to sound super stereotypical or super like, oh, that's that sad movie. It's just like I'm in the shower and it's like I need to cry. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to admit that it doesn't happen very often. It should probably happen more often because (laughs) afterwards is just so fucking therapeutic and releasing. But at the same time, it's like, that's a lot of water that I just wasted. (laughs) Just such an adult response. Mm-hmm. But uh, and but that those types of scenes that have been popularized in a lot of pop culture and media is like, oh, you should feel sorry for that person. It's like, no, like that's well, yes, depending on the topic. But sometimes if that's the way that you need to release that pent up energy or emotion or thought process and it's not self-destructive, even if it's hitting your water bill then that's okay. Or it can be okay. Always to handle it. Always. Mm-hmm. Or you can go show. back and play Unreal Tournament and blow shit up. That <laughs> is helpful. I listen to angry music sometimes. That'll help. Oh, angry yeah. music. Or just yeah. find... You, you gotta find that comfort video game, like sometimes it, it it varies from from game to game or from mood to mood but like sometimes it's just finding that like i'll play city skylines if i'm just really just like uh i need something to calm me down or i'll play like apex if i just want to rage out on people something like that like it, it, it you have to find that comfort game or something sometimes mm-hmm. any other thoughts mm-hmm. Thank yeah. you guys. Somet- Sometimes you just need to break someone's fucking face tonight. <laughs> just one of those days. It's just one of those days. You know, anytime on, I've been like having a, a bad train. day, any any anytime I may like hint on Discord or Twitter or something, I'm having a bad day, and somebody like asks me, "Is everything okay? What's going on?" My general response is: Sometimes the poet Fred Durst has it right. And it's just one of those days where you just don't want to wake up. Everything sucks. Anytime I can bring it. And as a direct result of this podcast, anytime I can now bring something back to Fred Durst or Limp Bizkit, it just makes me laugh. (laughs) Look, he had it right sometimes. Like, Fred Durst had it right. I don't know if I should be calling him a poet, but, I mean, he's the poet Fred Durst now. I don't know if he even wrote that song. <laughs> Just one of those days. All right, who's next? Hmm. I'll go. All right. Uh, this is gonna be uh, a a light one. Um. What? Uh, hold on, my notes messed up. Uh, have you had any recent? Uh. uh not destructful, impulsive thoughts, and did you lean on them? No, Timmy, I did not get that tattoo that I was very impulsive of wanting to go get today. But I, it was close. It's it was very a couple close. hours ago, I would hope not. I, I mean, well, it was on... on. It's We're recording on Friday 13th, and on Friday 13th, generally, tattoo shops will do flash tattoo sales. It's walk-in only. You get them that day. And it would have been like... The one I was thinking again was going to be like 40 bucks and it was going to be my first tattoo. And I just was like all day. I was like, I should just go get a flash tattoo. I should just go get one. My first tattoo should just be this cute little ghost that says boo. Um, it took a lot for me to not go to the tattoo shop when I ran out to go get the one. Um, but I didn't do it. And so I was just wondering, have you guys had any recent non-destructive impulsive thoughts that uh, you did or didn't lean into? And if you want to talk about them, talk about them. What a hmm. muffin at Wawa. There you go. My wife asked me to pick up some soup for her, and uh, I was like, I'm getting a muffin. So nice. I got a muffin, and then I ate the muffin. And uh, that was the conclusion of the impulsive thought and subsequent action. Uh, <laughs> so that was that was uh, a recent yeah. one that I can think of. We uh, So on Fridays sometimes, so we live at the end of our street is a McDonald's. And then two blocks down the street from there is a Dunkin' Donuts. So 
on Fridays sometimes as a treat for having made it through the week because I am a fucking trooper, I guess. I will <laughs> go get breakfast at McDonald's and then go to the Dunkin' for coffee nice. and then come back. And it is so good. Uh, but today I got like, a, I got a, I also got a coffee roll. So I was like, I'm going to treat myself a little extra today. And I was like, I'm just going nice. to eat gar- I'm going to eat a little bit more garbage. Um, but besides that, besides eating, I did stomp on a box that we didn't need, but it was just like, I, was like, I, I need to, cr- I need to cr- yeah, I need to crunch this. Yeah. And okay. It. And I, was I like, like that. And I was just like, all right. That's usually what it is. It's like I'm, I'm like I'm gonna crunch this, and nobody will know. Hmm. And I'll crunch it. Oh yeah, and then, and then put I it in it. recycling. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, it's been I've been in a very like too. I've been in a very like you know what I have food, but I want to order. I want to do this. I want to do that. And for me, like I said, it was I all day. It was just like I should just go get it. I should just do it. I should just go get my first tattoo. I've been wanting one since I was fifteen. I should just go get my first one. Who cares? It's only going to be 40 to 100 bucks. Let's just do it. Mm-hmm. I didn't. Mm. Yeah. And why that, didn't that, that, that... Uh, Why didn't I? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's something I've always said to myself. It was something I said even on this podcast. Uh, it is, uh, I'm, I'm saving my first tattoo to be a reward for when I reach my goal weight. Mm-hmm. And so like, I was talking to my my crush, for lack of a better term, honestly. Um, and I was telling them, like, hey, I think I'm going to go get a, a flash tattoo as well. And they're like, for your first one? I'm like, yeah, but I don't know. I don't want to put it somewhere where if I lose too much weight, it looks bad. And they're like, that's a good idea. And I told them about it. And they're like, that is a very good reason to wait to get your first tattoo. And you really should wait. And that was part of the reason why I didn't do it. But it was also just like the the anxiety of getting a first tattoo and it being something that I'm getting on impulse because I kind of want one and it's kind of cute, but I don't know if I'm ever going to like it after today is just like, all right, that's that's going to be a lot. So, so two things before I give an answer. One, the thought of like des- destroying a fucking box because it's going to the recycling is literally a meme within the Wawa community <laughs> because like breaking down boxes or breaking down the boxes for the soda machine. Blah, 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 it's like it, the joke is literally if you haven't super punched a Coke box to break it down in the back room or do you even work for Wawa or something <laughs> along those lines? And it's like, I fucking know that feeling. Those boxes suck so much, but they're great for releasing that tension. Um, it's so definitely relate there Two, the, when you asked the flash tattoo question um, earlier, my, my perspective of flash tattoo is the people it's like you get tattooed this random thing that comes out of a gumball machine. It's like, no, <laughs> don't fucking do that for your first one. No, no. The, these ones are like, they give you a sheet and it's like, you can pick it's one. A sh- yeah. So yeah. that's what Martha's first tattoo was when uh, Australia was on fire a few years ago. Uh, we went to Philadelphia tattoo convention and she got a koala on her mm-hmm. left wrist. Um, so maybe slightly different answer than I originally answered because I thought it was going to be a random one. I was like, fucking don't do that. <laughs> if it's, if it's from a selection and you have one that it's like, this means something to me, this is important. I probably would have said yes. So misunderstanding on my part. Oh, that's Might fine. Be. But also if, if, if your thought perspective is, if this is a reward for reaching your goal weight, don't cheat yourself. Yeah. Hold, hold strong, do it to it. It would have been this little guy that I circled in the blue. Hmm. You look cute, boo. Yeah, little guy. yeah, it's fine. And and the the idea was to get it on the <laughs> wrist because this is the one spot I know won't change if I lose weight. So it won't. Yeah. It Highly won't unlikely. No stretch. Yeah. No shrink. Because yeah. my my bone is literally right there. So it, there's no way that's going to stretch or change. Mm. But I was like. No, I don't know if I'm going to like looking at it for the next 
50 years. Yeah. Um, I already forgot the question. I just want to respond Imp- to those two <laughs> points. What was the Imp- question? Impulsive thought that you did or didn't uh, uh, give oh, into. Impulsive thought. So I stopped by the liquor store this week. Um, I already had my wine, so it wasn't for that. We were ha- there. There was a, 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 a wine social meet and greet for our apartment complex that happened to be in the lobby of our building yesterday. And I was like, okay, I'll stop and I'll see people. Fucking lame. Didn't stay, but already bought a wine. So when I went to the liquor store, I was like, okay, I'll get that. I was like, um, I'm going to a one shot D&D thing to- on Saturday. People I don't see often. I should bring something. I'll bring a bottle of whiskey that I really like. So I did that. And while I was there, they were doing wine tastings. I was like, oh. Let's see if any of these taste good. So after wandering the store, because this maybe late 40s, early 50s woman was trying to show off her intel- her wine knowledge <laughs> to the guy doing the thing. And as I'm listening, it's like, oh, you don't know shit that you haven't Googled and is also fucking wrong. She's saying the tannins with every... <laughs> the yes! Tannins. Yes! Everything <laughs> oh, came back to the tannins. It's like, that has nothing to do with the color of the wine. Please shut the fuck up and go away. Um, Because I started out and I was like, I was waiting. I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll taste these wines. She's already here. I'll let her ask a couple questions. And after like 10 minutes, like, all right, well, let me go find other things. Got the whiskey found another wine that I was going to use for this meet and greet, came back, and she was still fucking talking. But I wanted to try the wines because it's like, I don't know anything about these. If it's fucking good, I want it. But at the same time, it's fiscally responsible. Not irresponsible, but it's like, I, if I'm looking at get rebounding on some of my finances, I probably shouldn't. But also, um, one, this bottle is really fucking cool looking. Awesome bottle. It looks bottle. like straight out of like some yeah. Grecian blah, 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 blah. Um, but also, it's fucking delicious. And it's from Georgia, the country or the region, not the state, which is apparently like the earliest history of making wine. Ooh, fancy. As far as historical records, uh, and the, uh, I don't fucking know. The guy was talking, and I was just pissed about that old lady making me fucking wait to try some half, some one really good wine, and then two, a half decent port, but ports are not my style, so fuck it. I don't care. Um, so yeah, that, that was, that was my impulse buy. It's like, I wanted to try something. One, because this is like free booze, fucking right, dog. <laughs> but then it's like, ah, oh, but that's really good. And that bottle's really cool looking. And this isn't even the bottle that they were like sharing. It's like, no, we only have the one bottle, but we have other ones in different bottles. It's like, cool, this is cooler looking. So I'll take it. Take a picture of that bottle and send it to me so I can post it on online. Okay. That's a really cool bottle. Yeah, and it's like wax sealed, and I don't even know if there's a cork in it because I want to wait for Martha to actually drink this. I don't want to open it. Special occasion. And it's like it, it looks like it was handmade because like there's there's like seepage of the wax down the bottle, and it's like it looks handmade. It doesn't look like a production factory line, but also it was seventy five dollars, so I don't feel that bad. But at the same time, it's like I. Also, already have wine, so probably shouldn't have bought more wine. Mm-hmm. Any other impulsive decisions you have or have not made lately? Hmm. I bought a a humble bundle, even though I have not played a video game in like three weeks. <laughs> yeah. I was like, "Hey, let's get five more." <laughs> I uh, put them on the pile. Yep. I there I've been wanting to get Baldur's Gate for the longest time. Baldur's Gate three, which came out during the summer. Um our official release was out during the summer. 
Uh, and like every week, it's just like, I've got the money, I should get it. I got the money, I should get it. And I wasn't getting it because like I wasn't going to play it for a while. Um, so this is me not giving it to the impulsive thought. And I'm glad I didn't, but I also feel bad that I didn't because then a viewer bought me Baldur's Gate yesterday as their impulsive thought. And I'm just like, you did not have to do this. So they're like, well, I did. So have That's fun. Nice. I'm like, come on. All right. Thank you so much. I I bought Dead by Daylight because somebody needed somebody to play. So I bought it and I played. Well, now you can play some more. It's so fun. I was not expecting to have as much fun in public matches. You guys should impulsively buy... King of Fighters 13 global match for the Nintendo Switch when it comes out in a couple of weeks. Like I'm not, not going to do that. Just <laughs> impulsively go and buy I'm, that game. I, think I impulsively should, don't buy fighting games. I think we but should all buy Mortal beautiful. Kombat 1 for nah, the Switch. Nah, man. Those days are behind me. If it's not I, I've, I've seen those, I've seen versus those Marvel 2, I don't give a shit. I mean, you if they do that... I would do. I would absolutely. The game is get so expensive. <laughs> I'm so mad. I'm, you should. No. You got to see how bad the Switch port is of Mortal Kombat One compared to the main. Compared to the, it's terrible. It's I just so have no interest bad. in Mortal Kombat beyond. Like it's not my favorite fighting game anyway, but I have no interest in it beyond three because like the the, the violence became too realistic. Like back in the day mm-hmm. when it was actually causing people to like lose their minds, it was like the cartoonish, like goofy kind of. Mm-hmm. violence where it's like oh he ripped his spine out like you know it's, yeah. it's but it's all these digitized actors but now like they have the graphical power to show like some truly grotesque stuff oh yeah it's, it's not that's, they, that's simply not why i'm interested yeah they they built the the game and the series out of being able to see the 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 x-ray visions of the bones breaking and stuff and it's yeah that's fine i mean i'm not i i, I got I, a job i got a i got a mortgage to pay i don't, I don't I have time to see everybody's bones break <laughs> Does that mean you could buy me Marvel versus Capcom 2? Is it like it's $600? <laughs> it's only $200. Simmer down. Oh, okay. Sorry about that. Yeah, because uh that that's the one part that drives me crazy is cuz they they don't sell it anywhere else anymore because I guess Marvel's got their rights back or whatever. So uh well no it's it's for it was for Sega Dreamcast and PS2. They just don't fucking make them. They don't make them anymore. So, yeah, but not like that. Yeah, if somebody, if they, somebody should, wants they to don't make them like they used to, guys. If somebody wants to impulsively buy me like a PS2 and a copy of that game, I mean, I certainly would be impulsively happy. All right. Well, if he has Santa real nice, you can get a PS2 for Christmas. If PS2 for oh wow. If we what if how it what if we impulsively just bought you a Marvel vs. Capcom cab. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't impulsively split a six hundred dollar gift for any reason. Uh, don't worry, the PlayStation will be free. The PlayStation oh, okay. <laughs> we do have an I Xbox. just want you to know Xbox. Jenna's got an Xbox sitting around here. So uh, I thought I had another question, and I, I, I upon review, I really don't like it. I think it's not a, a, a question. It's not interesting or anything okay. like that. So, so now I got to conjure one up, uh, and this is going to be a bit of a challenge because I'm going to – like, here's the thing. I'm going to – okay, you know How about this? I'm just going to read through all my crappy questions, and <laughs> some of them don't this – is, this is months in the making. Um. I don't really want to go over any of these unless you guys have an answer for them. So should we invest more in nuclear power? Um, yes. <laughs> come up with your own. Yeah. Uh, come up with your own 80 for Brady movie. I don't know what I meant by that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that means. So 80 you guys, are you familiar with the movie 80 for Brady that came out? I think maybe like a year no. ago. No. Yeah. 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 I know that movie. So is it's, it's a movie and, and I think it's just like an old, like a romance type movie goofy movie involving like a bunch of older women who are going to the super bowl or something like that so to go uh, see tom brady to go see tom brady is inexplicably popular um i have a line in here that just says great moments in bureaucracy with a question mark um, <laughs> i like so, that question i don't have one but i like that question yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, i um, mean would it, would it would it be uh what's his name being ousted as speaker of the house no I, I'm, I'm thinking more like 
I have a great a moment good one. of bureaucracy. I don't think I should mention it until after I've actually sold my old house. So I was, uh, was going <laughs> to say that that whole episode about Hermes being a bureaucrat and like number whatever auditor yeah. and this, that, and the other thing in Futurama. Let me just say that um, living in a place with a homeowners association is very much like living with a bunch of Hermeses. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, here's one that says, what's something, see, this, this doesn't make any sense. What's something you're not addicted to that you do regularly isn't good for your well-being and you could probably give out with it, give up without too much trouble. Like, I, I don't know. Like, oh, what is coffee. that? How's is that it? not an addiction? That's an addiction. It's coffee. It's, it's coffee. That's could, an addiction. I could, up, I could give up coffee without too much of an issue, but I do it every day because mm-hmm. it's, it's habitual. I can stop whenever I want. Uh, See, that's well, the thing. Do, the answer to that often, is, oh, it's typical I do often behavior. forget to buy new buy coffee so there are very many days when i don't have coffee yeah. but i get yeah. tea instead so maybe i i'm ad- i am addicted to caffeine but it doesn't I, matter I, how it gets into my body i'm in i'm in that same boat with coffee <laughs> you sean like i can go a few days without coffee and be absolutely fine but i just do it because it's there kind of thing and like i i like i'm like all right i if i don't make my cold brew for like three days i'm like all right well i just don't have coffee I might be mm-hmm. a little bit more tired, but coffee actually doesn't fully wake me up. I just legitimately like the flavor of it, and that's why I drink a cu- at least a mm. cup every morning. It does help mm. me poop. That's true. That's that true about too. coffee. Yeah. Keeps you regular. I, mine is Monster Absolute Zero. Okay. Uh, uh, which like I need and I can't drink coffee. It's fucking disgusting. I don't. I don't understand you people. Um, so my caffeine supplement in the morning is an energy drink, which my choice is monster absolute zero because it works without making me jittery. And also the absolute zero, like no, no carbs, no sugars, blah, 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 blah. Honestly, people are monsters. And and let me just say in response, uh, you people are whatever the terminology you used, having heard that you drink a monster zero every morning, let me just say feeling Mm -hmm. mutual. (laughs) that's fair that's fair um at least one uh when when i lost uh 30 plus pounds for my wedding i was drinking two every day and that was part that was part of my weight loss process was switching was switching off of normal energy drinks and having a constant stream of soda in my system to only doing absolute zero and only two um was part of my process so mm-hmm. uh and their energy drinks in general are are my thing and what day is it friday um it's friday. it well, has it's saturday been saturday now but i mean you know it has been seven days Ooh. since i've last had an energy drink i'm currently on a process of trying to detox nice. <laughs> which, Congra- which, congratulations which, which is an which is an exaggeration of what that fucking is um, but I, I'm he needs on more seven blankets days and fewer blankets, doctor. <laughs> uh, yeah. So seven days off of energy drinks and a 50% reduction in my soda intake over the last week and a half. So yeah, actively trying to get off of all those things. Cause I'm fat again and I need to drop another 30 pounds. Hmm. <laughs> As a, you're doing the Lord, you're doing a good thing, uh, weaning off of that. Uh, I, I think when I was in, I, mean, I think when I put that question down, I was thinking of coffee as well. Uh, but uh, I have one here. Is better? Is it better to have and not need than to need and not have? Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Again, I mean, mm-hmm. sure. Um, I have one here. What? <laughs> what is a what is a dumb simple thing you hadn't thought about? And didn't realize you didn't know until it randomly came up, came up. And then in parentheses, I have Jordan Zebra doll story, which I guess was supposed to be the anecdote that reminded me of why I came up with that question. Bad news. <laughs> I don't remember what that story is. And I don't think this question makes I, a whole lot of sense. I was going to say, I don't understand the fucking question. It's it's. It, it, great. You know, Tim, you and me both. You and me. <laughs> Matt, glad Matt, we're on the same page. Matt, how many drinks were you in with some of the when you wrote down some of these questions? They were like it was like one in the afternoon. Like it was while I was at work, and I was like trying to conjure up like what would be what's a fun. You know what it was? It was pro- that question. I was probably out with Jordan, 
and I was just typing quickly while I was while I was playing with her and like trying I, I try not to like be straight texting the entire time while I'm playing with her so I was just like typing as fast as I can not really thinking about what the sentence actually said and that's how you get a complete nonsense question like that um <laughs> and what's the perfect vacation length Mm. Uh, 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 it depends on with whom if it's with a lot of people it is one a week. weekend exactly five day days. drinking in the pool like five five like so a work week well one work week so but with the like saturday 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 because you want to have like some transitional period where you like mm-hmm. I drive to the place and then I un- unpack and then you're kind of getting used to each other and then I can have five days with people and then I leave and that's that's enough I think I could do two weeks with my close family of vacation mm-hmm. before I start to feel a little bit antsy I I think with a if, with a big group be it either my family or even a bunch of friends um. I think no, no more than a week. But for me, from probably Thursday to Monday is probably a really good uh, mm. vacation length for like a, a bigger group of people. Just because there, there's there's a bigger chance of butting heads or getting in the way or whatever. That is just like minimize the chance, but have the maximum amount of fun um, and and enjoy your weekends together. Uh, but if it's like a smaller group, I think like if it's you and your significant other, or whatever, obviously a vacation can be long. It, you're 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 spending a lot of your time together, but like maybe two weeks tops for a smaller for a smaller group of people, just because after two weeks, it's like all right, you kind of want to just get back into your everyday normal life again. Mm-hmm. One week blanket, perfect, perfect amount of time. Have enough time to sort of sit and enjoy whatever place or places that you're going to be in, uh, but then you get to return to the comfort of home and you don't get burnt out on the trip and start wondering like what you, you never want to get to the point of your vacation where you're like when do I get to go home? And I think one week is the right amount of time where mm-hmm. you're not going to run into that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Tim? Uh, two weeks, all inclusive, day drinking in the pool in <laughs> Mexico, anywhere. Uh, in Mexico, anywhere, <laughs> anywhere that That's has all inclusive day drinking all day. Mexico, I'll, 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 anywhere, Cancun, just because that's what I know. Yeah. Um, honestly, it's the only two vacations that I've ever been on where I wasn't either tired by the end or like just over what was happening which is hilarious because they had the least amount going on. So like my, for, for my brother's wedding, we spent um, the better part of a week in Cancun and it was, we, we didn't go anywhere. We, we had, uh, we had one train, one trip, which was essentially just instead of day drinking in the pool, we were day drinking on a catamaran and then at um, some island that's like a mile and a half wide, maybe I don't I don't care. Um, and then my honeymoon, which was also in Cancun, different hotel, different like different vibe, different everything, but it was just relaxed, zero expectations, and just fucking enjoy where you are. And I love that. Every other vacation I've ever been on is always like, here's the plan. Here are the things, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, don't give me a plan. Give me like three highlights of places I need to be at any given point And everything else is just chill the fuck out. Mm-hmm. If that's what I have for a vacation, two, three, four weeks, I'll be happy as shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Solid. All right. All right. We cleared out the box. I still have a couple of dumb ones on here, but we since we got an actual question in there somewhere, uh, I feel like that's that's a good way to evolve. I liked I liked the Kesnell speed round. Just just 
empty in the notebook. Uh, all right. Who's left? Tim. I think it's just no, Tim. no, no, no. Shh. I was waiting for Matt to figure it out. Well, I think <laughs> was, I figured it out. He was out. going through the Tim? process. He was like, man, it's Tim. It's Tim Hanson. <laughs> it's Tim. me, Tim Hanson. Tim. If you could, if if you could recommend a book for anyone to read, what would it be? One one to two books that you think any everyone should read. What would it be? Let me tell you, Finish Business by no. <laughs> Finish Business by Ray Diddy. Brave New World. Uh, the Hobbit. Ooh, Brave New World's a great recommendation. It is a good book. Yeah. I would pick. Yeah. I need to reread it now that I'm not a jaded high school student. It's like, uh, I have to read this book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you read it now, and you're then you just then you're like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Give me some soma, baby. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, so Sean would recommend The Hobbit. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I mean, honestly, really, the only book I've read in the past three years but also i think they're really the only yeah probably the only book that i think i would ever uh suggest anybody read in the past like 20 years that i've read uh jurassic park is a really fucking good book um Mm. and it's so much better and honestly so much different than the movie that like I it's normally when there's things that run risk of spoilers, I get bored of reading them after I already know what's going on. But like this one is a lot different than the movie. They changed mm-hmm. a lot. Um, and I thought it was, I, it was, it was, I thought it was amazing. I thought it was amazing. Uh, mine would be little brother by Corey Doctorow. Which is a young adult fiction book, but uh, the topics therein are very much by by nature. The title "Little Brother" it's clearly a contrast to "Big Brother's Watching You," um, and is very much a <clears throat> stand up against the government overreach, the 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 government thinking they are the end-all be-all, we are right, you are wrong, uh, regardless of their own actions, and trying to keep them in check, standing up for what is legitimately and morally right uh, within your means and even slightly beyond your means by bringing people together for the greater good. Hmm. You brought up that book before. Yeah. I have. It's such a good fucking book, <laughs> and I'm genuinely surprised you remembered that. Mm-hmm. I definitely heard you remember. I remember, remember you talking about this. I've, I've tried reading the sequel at least four times, and then I'm like, oh, I have other shit going on, and I forget to continue reading it. But the beginning of the second book, I know, starts at Burning Man, and it's like, that's a good, that's a good kickoff for, for the vibe. I have one for Rich because uh, I, I know you're trying to get off of the finished business, Ray Dinger one. So may I recommend The Last Read by Ray Dinger? <laughs> uh, <laughs> one last read. The Collected Works of the World's Slowest Sports Writer. Right here. Uh, oh, God. All this, all this stuff from uh, from covering the Eagles for, for like 40, 50 years. So this, is, this, is, this came out well before uh, mm-hmm. uh, finished business. So. You might like it, but anyway, that's that's the la- that's one last read by Ray Dinger. <laughs> good book, good good beach reading. I'll think I'll think about it. I'll think about it. I'm sure you will. Any others? That's, that's all. It's getting to though. Thinking about no. Mm, just thinking about no. Thinking about the best way to say no yeah. to that recommendation. I <laughs> I had I had this goal to read one book a month this year. I'm one and a half books in. Hell yeah! <laughs> I only read one book this year. Nice. But I've started like 18, so we'll see what happens. I don't, 
I don't think I've read any books this year. I'm I'm super slacking. Um, I would also recommend to anybody, um, the oh, what do they call the whole series? Um, it's it's the Lost Gate, the Gate Thief, and Gate Father. I don't know what they call the whole series, but it's uh, Orson Scott Card. Oh, I was also does Ender's, Ender's Game. Game. Mm-hmm. I only I only read the first book. I haven't read the rest of that series. It's okay. But also the first if book you see it's it's so much better than the movie. That movie was garbage. Mm-hmm. Like uh, sorry, hot <laughs> not even a hot take, just a take. The 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 adaptation of Ender's Game to a movie is literally everything wrong with trying to adapt a book to a movie. It's like, let's insert all these plot lines that don't fucking exist and make them important mm-hmm. and take all the important lines and bury the lead. Fucking terrible. But uh, The Lost Gate, Gate Thief, Gatefather, great series. It's magical in nature, but it, it doesn't follow necessarily all the typical tropes actually involves a lot of like psychology based information and a lot of just normal experiences that are more relatable to this than you would think fucking phenomenal series highly recommend totes mm-hmm. good wreck good wreck good wreck nice any others any closing thoughts or takes anything like that no. I don't think so. Nah. Not interested. Nah. I think I'm All good. taked out. All right. Mm. You know, Panera's got a sandwich called like the chicken take sandwich now. Or like take chicken or something like that. I'm sure really? there's like a there's another pronunciation for it that I'm not making, but I've never bothered to look at it. It's just spelled take. I, I miss having Panera. Yeah. Take. Yeah. You get a sandwich and you get a take to go with it. You open the sandwich up, and it's just like, I think we're sending too much money to Ukraine. And you go, whoa, Jesus Christ, sandwich. <laughs> yeah. Chill out, Panera. Mm. <laughs> down, bro. Yeah, man, come on, enough takes. Anyway, the Bros A Podcast is, of course, available on all major podcasting platforms. Uh, and you can follow us on social media if you do if you do choose. We are on X at Bros A underscore podcast. We're on Facebook at Bros A Podcast and Instagram at Bros A underscore podcast. Uh, and if you have a question you want us to answer on the air, email it to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. As always, huge thanks to Mary O'Brien for compiling our listener questions, Tess Riley for editing our show, Shannon Vogel, who designed our world-famous logo. You can find Shannon's work at the Vogel Art Shop at facebook.com or at her storefront on etsy.com. And our theme music is the song When by Stephen Siebert. You can listen to Steve's work at the Free Music Archive. It is time for plugs uh, and Twitter handles and all that good stuff. Rich, we'll start with you. Check me out on uh, X at B underscore Walnuts. And you can come watch me stream video games on twitch.tv slash B underscore Walnuts, where uh, this comes out Tuesday. Today's the last day of Dead October. Um, and then uh, we'll be starting, we'll be playing Sea of Thieves on Thursday and then starting Baldur's Gate 3. Because thank you so much, Welfare, for buying me the game. Also, and check out PodQuest, too. Huh? What, el- what else are you going to play in? What, what else are you going to be playing? Come on, Rich. Uh, what else are you going to be playing? I, I mean, uh, Baldur's Gate, and probably, most likely, uh, we'll be returning to the uh, We Were Here series with Timmy on Tuesdays. For Timmy Tuesdays. And maybe yeah. I can convince Timmy to get Baldur's Gate, and we could do a Baldur's Gate co-op run or something yeah that won't Eventually. be a hard convincing to be done <laughs> uh also podcast the weekly nerdy talk show where all podcasts are available how about you sean you can find me on x at hsov and doing disc golf at ob disc golf everywhere tim hansen you can find me on twitter at tim r hansen spell it like mbop probably trying to win some sort of tech or playing games with rich or just i don't know whatever the fuck i feel like doing at that point 
You can also listen to our bros, Steven and Charles, coming in from the West Coast in their new show, Escape the Game. Uh, seemingly the sequel of Escape Poop City, where you're going up against Charles. And Steven is the judge, I believe. Um, so if you enjoy our mirthy takes, our pop culture sense of humor, and some of our uh, pop culture references and recent event references, then you're going to love the bros coming in from the West Coast. So check out Escape the Game. And you can follow me on X at MKASNEL. That's M-K-A-S-Z-N-E-L. I'll just go ahead and plug Alex Kasnell, the board of directors, once again. Uh, find their stuff on Bandcamp, listen to the music on Spotify. Uh, K-A-S-Z-N-E-L uh, is the last name. And uh, Alex is uh, someone who shares my last name. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> that's crazy! Jim, that's crazy! Everybody, say goodbye to the gentle listeners. Bye. 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 For Tim Hansen, Rich Sweeten, Sean O'Brien, and the entire Action Moves team. My name is Matt Kesnall, and I'm reminding you all to be smart about being stupid.